Welcome to It's All About Relationships. This time we are talking about dealing with in-laws. We understand that family was the first relationship introduced to us in the Bible. In the book of Genesis was about all about relationships with family and how they dealt with family. In this video, we want to discuss and talk about how to deal with difficult in-laws. Yeah. Our story is somewhat similar. Um, we've really dealt with um, some trying times in the beginning years of our marriage. And um, one of the things that we dealt with was difficult in-laws. Um, from my perspective, my in-laws were very overbearing the first couple of years of our marriage. And it was crazy because I even remember on our honeymoon night, babe, mm -hmm. that um, your mother, your father, they kept calling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And at that moment, I felt like, man, like this is our time. This yeah. is our moment. Can we have our moment? Mm -hmm. But... Um, I, little did I know that was the beginning of the journey that I had to endure for the first couple of years of our marriage. And um, it was something that God had to teach me um, quite a few things throughout that journey. But with my in-laws, it taught me how to be selfless. Because when we get into a marriage, we come into a marriage, and when you're single, it's all about you. It's yeah. all about the things that you like and the, and the way how you do things. Yeah. And for me, God placed that situation in my life to allow me to see that it's not all about you. There are other people that is in this circle at that moment in time but we're going to discuss and we're going to talk about some boundaries that we had to introduce um we are going to talk about some strategies on how you and i dealt with it and also some of the um challenging moments that we had to deal with when it came to in-laws and you're going to hear my perspective because i was the one that really um dealt with um, dealing with in-laws and how to um, maneuver through that time um, and in that relationship of dealing with in-laws and my husband is really going to come from the perspective of when he's like in the middle yeah. the middle person of trying to understand both um, avenues both relationships how to deal with your spouse and also how to deal with your parents and how to balance that, all right? Mm -hmm. So, um, some of the issues that we um, have encountered um, with some marriages that have dealt with in-law issues and um, they did say that they dealt with some overbearing in-laws. Yeah. You know, and what are some others, babe? Uh, you hit overbearing, um, not feeling, uh, feeling not wanted, mm -hmm. uh, not accepted, yeah. um, feeling as if um, there was a sense of control, a sense of a sense of entitlement uh, when it came to uh, dealing with their son or daughter who is now has become uh, married. Um, some other issues um, I think that needs to be brought to the forefront is. Um, when parents uh, sometimes um, they're a little bit needy uh, from the perspective of 
uh, always needing their child to do for them. Mm-hmm. Um, where in the other sense, um, some parents may be well-to-do but still depend upon their child to do certain things for them that they were used to doing. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem is the perspective of both sides is that the parent is used to having the son or the daughter do things for them. Yeah. But the spouse who has now become one, who is now in a union, who may not be ex- had been exposed to that type of behavior during the dating stage, now sees the importance or the effects that the parent can have on the relationship between the now husband and wife. Mm -hmm. That's why I think that it's very important that when you are wanting to get married, whether you are um, engaged or thinking about getting engaged or at some point wants to be engaged, you got to be able to study not just the person you want to get engaged to, Mm -hmm. but you got to pay close attention to how that person's family deals with them. Because you're saying I do not just to this future husband or future wife. You're saying I do to them and their entire family. Because when you become one, you're becoming one with your spouse. But everything that is attached to that individual is what his family is brought up on. Mm -hmm. What her family was brought up on. That may be dealing with traditions. That may be be dealing with um, behaviors. Or it could be just as simple as, hey, this is something I do for my mother or my father every day. Mm -hmm. Or this is something I do for them every week. And not understanding that those things now have to change. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the problems when it comes to this discussion of in-laws and uh, marriage. But then you have millennial marriages, Mm -hmm. right, where now we quite frankly deal with a lot of that and we don't really hear them bring this issue up as much Mm -hmm. uh, because they like to really forget that it ever happened. They like to sweep it under the rug. And what happens with that behavior is that you're only suffocating the problem. You're not getting rid of it. You're only suffocating the problem. And when you suffocate the problem uh, of dealing with your in-laws or how to deal with them, Mm -hmm. you only put it away for a moment of time where it can no longer hold the pressure that you're suffocating it with that's right and then that is where a lot of spouses begin to um act out and they will act out in their marriage they will act um out um with other people Mm -hmm. um maybe they will go behind your back and go to somebody else and Mm -hmm. tell somebody else well you know i'm dealing with this overbearing um Mm in-law and i don't know how to Um, come to my wife or or come to my husband and let them know that this is what's going on now hear this there are some times that you have some spouses who they don't want to hear it they do not want to hear the any issues when it comes to their mom and their dad because they are so overprotective they love their mother they love their father and there's nothing wrong with that but when you say I do Mm -hmm. that is the key Mm -hmm. you have to do what Genesis two talks about mm-hmm. and that is leaving to cleave mm, when a good. man finds a wife 
he leaves his, his mother and his father, father. Yeah. and become one with his wife yeah all right mm -hmm. and that is what we are supposed to do yeah. a husband is supposed to protect his wife from any type of harm or any type of situations that she may feel like um I can't be around this or I can't handle this mm -hmm. um, but what if it is your parents mm -hmm. if it is your parents that your wife may feel like um, you know is it, something that's going on there that I um, really can't be around them how do you deal with something like that and that's what we really want to um, talk to uh, couples today because this is something an issue that is always or sometimes swept under the rug yeah and a lot of couples do not know how to deal with this mm -hmm. and it is something that really breaks my heart because um for one i dealt with it um in my marriage mm -hmm. and i will go to my husband you know and i'll say you know certain things well did you notice this well, did you hear this mm -hmm. and you know and my husband at times would be like nah you know I didn't hear it you know or nah you know I didn't pay attention to it mm -hmm. you know but what I had to learn and I want you guys to take this wisdom nugget away and that is what I had to learn was God did what he did God places us in certain situations to grow us up, yeah. to mature our character, yeah. to see what it is that we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Are we going to be bitter about the situation or are we going to grow from the situation? Mm -hmm. And guess what? When you put yourself on the potter's wheel yeah. and you allow God to do what it is that he needs to do in your marriage, mm -hmm. he may use your in-laws. Yeah. He may use your in-laws. You yeah. know what? He may even use your spouse mm -hmm. to not understand anything that you're saying out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. One of the takeaways that I would um, remind married couples with and engage to in those of futuristic marriages, but really to the married couples that are currently married, is always remember that obedience is better than sacrifice. That's right, First Samuel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you. That's re really the key that you should hold dear to when you're dealing with your in-laws. Is mm -hmm. because the reason I say that is because there's this humanistic side to us mm -hmm. that we always are going to deal with when it comes to dealing with our parents, dealing with our in-laws. Because let's face it, this is someone who birthed you. This is someone who nourished you. Mm -hmm. This is someone who provided for you. This is someone who protected you as you grew up. Mm -hmm. So this is someone that you have a very fond love and joy for, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we have to be able to be sensitive to that side of it to understand mm -hmm. that it's not going to be easy for that spouse who may be um, dealing with being in the middle or being the moderator between the two, it's not easy for that person to just wipe it away mm -hmm. or to just get rid of the problem because you're dealing with both sides of it. But when you understand obedience, mm -hmm. you will understand that you are doing things in alignment and in order according to what God has called us to do as husbands and wives. Mm -hmm. And you never want to sacrifice the spouse that is dealing with the quote-unquote in-law issues, mm -hmm. right? Because guess what? That makes them feel unwanted, unimportant, mm -hmm. unheard. Uh, in some ways, it makes them feel 
uh, unprotected. Mm -hmm. It makes them feel weak. But watch this, it can also bring on a form of depression into that person's life because that spouse now feels that they are all alone in this issue, mm -hmm. in this marriage. No one sees it that way. Oh, they're crazy. See, all these things come up when we're dealing with a very touchy topic as dealing with in-laws. Yeah. But we got to make sure that as husbands and wives, that we understand the power of our obedience when we're in alignment and walking as one with our spouse. And let's discuss and let's talk about why some in-laws are overbearing. Yeah. Let's discuss and let's talk about why some in-laws do not let up or do not allow their children to, um, should I say for a lack of better words, to just have their marriage. Yeah stay out of their marriage and yeah. just allow them to grow into the husband or the wife that they need to be for their spouse. Yeah. Um, one of the things is when you are dealing with single parents, when your spouse, I'm sorry, when your parents are single, yeah. they probably are always had their children around them. Mm -hmm. And you know as a mom you do not want to let your children go anyway mm -hmm. and you do not and sometimes parents may not know how to love their adult children as adults yeah and they don't leave that room in, in order for their children their adult children to grow up and to mature and now you have somebody else that's in the way yeah. in the way in a sense yeah all right yeah i think that too you know, a lot of times when folks are getting married, you know, they go through premarital pre counseling and they may deal with a plethora of issues, but I think one of the new practices that should be now uh, initiated or at least um, advised to is mm -hmm. have a session where it deals with, or you bring in the opposite sex mother and father. Because what happens is, I think parents need some sort of family or premarital counseling too when it comes to dealing with now their daughter or son-in-law mm -hmm. because guess what if you've never been married as the parent then probably you don't have an understanding of what marriage is now when i say when we say this we're saying god a form of godly marriage mm -hmm. um, because you can get married and not have a form of a godly marriage mm -hmm. but if you've never understood what marriage was to begin with as the parent mm -hmm then you're not really going to understand what the marriage or how to understand your future son-in-law or future daughter-in-law is bringing into now your new family. Mm -hmm. So I think too that we should uh, invite our mothers and our fathers to premarital counseling with us at least one session so that way they get a better understanding of what a godly marriage should look like. Mm -hmm. That's really good, you know, and it will help out the parents also. Mm -hmm. But what if you are dealing with parents who, um, if they don't know the structure about um, a godly marriage, um, what if they just don't want their children to, to uh, let their children go? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, those are things that needs to be brought up. It needs to be talked about. Yeah. Um, and everything needs to be set out on the table yeah. with the mediator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, in order for the parent to understand 
their daughter-in-law, their mm -hmm. son-in-law, mm -hmm. just as well as vice versa. Everybody is able to understand mm -hmm. one another in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So therefore you can know what it is that you are walking into. Mm -hmm. I would always encourage um, um, engaged couples, um, even singles, to pray for your future in-laws. Mm -hmm. Pray for them. You may not know who they are, but still pray for them. Pray that you have a uh, a solid relationship with your in-laws, mm -hmm. um, that you guys are able to understand one another, mm -hmm. um, to uh, pray for your second mom, you know, pray for your second father, you know, um, because it will really help um, as you are on that journey of marriage and yeah. um, getting married and even down throughout the years, nobody, yeah. nobody expects to get into a marriage and your in-laws hate you. Yeah. Nobody wow. expects to get into a marriage yeah. and your mother-in-law or your father-in-law just, just, you know, they disrespect you. Yeah. You know, nobody encounters that. Now, on the flip side, nobody expects for their children to get involved with somebody who hate them. Yeah. Who don't want them to be around them. Yeah. You know, or who try to manipulate and try to twist their child against their mom or dad. Yeah. Nobody expects to be in those different kinds of predicaments. Yeah. And, you know, and it can be a very sad thing. Now, we did not experience, you know, anything like that to that, you know, extent, uh, extent yeah. you know, but there were issues that needed to be resolved. Yeah. For our marriage, it took about six years for things to kind of like pan out until, you know, God said, hey, it is finished. I put you through the fire, Tiffany. You know, I needed you to go through this because it was things that I needed to develop your character with. And unfortunately, it was God behind the scenes yeah. that was like, you know, hey, I need to use somebody, Yeah. you know, in order to teach you spiritual warfare, in order to teach you um, the forces behind the scenes, because the enemy yeah. can keep yeah. daughter-in-law, mother-in-law yeah. against one another. Yeah. It can yeah. keep the son-in-law, the father-in-law, you know, at each other, you yeah. know, because God is... Um, the one who placed his family together. He created family, yeah. and the enemy hates that. Yeah, that's why uh, as you were going down that road that I was going to speak about next is that we must understand that the enemy's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And, destroy. and his that's his purpose. That's what he was here for. Mm -hmm. But that's his purpose. His main job what he is author after of is confusion. Mm -hmm. He loves to bring confusion. Mm -hmm. So I've always said that whenever there's confusion in the midst of whatever you're doing, you also you you should take a step back and discern, okay, mm -hmm. the enemy is somewhere lurking around. That's right. He's trying to cause a problem. And I think that sometimes that's what brings on a lot of in-law drama. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of confusion. Yeah. You know, people not understanding other individuals, not taking the time to want to know 
uh, who my daughter-in-law is, who my son-in-law is. Mm -hmm. I want to take the time to know who my mother-in-law is or mm -hmm. who my father-in-law is. Because yeah. remember, you're not just marrying to your spouse. You're marrying into their family background. Mm -hmm. So you must embrace that and you must take on your responsibility to say, let me get to know you. Now, there may be times where you get to try to get to know your, your in-laws and they just don't want to be bothered with you, mm -hmm. right? They don't want to have anything to deal with you. That's what my wife just talked about. You must remain in character. Mm -hmm. You must understand that, hey, I, I did all that I could. Mm -hmm. Now, I must, watch this, and this is the hard part. I must remove myself mm -hmm. from negativity. I must remove myself from confusion so that my character, my spirit can remain intact yeah. and that I don't get out of alignment. Mm -hmm. Because once the spouse gets out of alignment, then that's where now the two spouses begin to clash. Because what one spouse sees, the other spouse has been negligent to, has been blinded to. And this is where you want to be able to protect one another to understand what's going on. Yeah. So babe, you know, this is a great conversation, and I think it's very worthy and needy for a lot of homes to have. And some some spouses, you know, as we talked about, won't really muster up the energy to bring this conversation to the forefront mm -hmm. because it, it, it's very, very emotional, and it can draw on emotions out of people. Mm -hmm. um, but what are what is some advice, you know, based on our situation, what's some advice that we can give to newlyweds or married couples well one of the things and that is um what we kind of like briefly talked about and that is to understand your in-laws mm -hmm. you have to understand your in-laws whether it's the mother-in-law understanding the son-in-law mm -hmm. the father-in-law understanding the um daughter-in-law everybody must understand one another the bible talks about love that mm -hmm. we need to yeah. operate in love, love each other. Mm -hmm. The Bible also talk about being on one accord. Yeah. You know, in family, we are supposed to be operating on one accord. Mm -hmm. But the way on how you operate in one accord, and that is have communication. Talk about your your feelings. Mm -hmm. This is the way how you made me feel. Yeah. Because you did this or you said this. Mm -hmm. This is how you open up the conversation to have mm -hmm. um, with your in-laws. Just call them or sit down with them one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Um, however you may feel um, is best. Mm -hmm. um, if you feel like you need to have your spouse with you, then have your spouse with you as well. Mm -hmm. So therefore, everybody can understand one another, um, especially when you are a fiance. Now, there are times that you may know right off the bat that you will have some overbearing in-laws or some in-laws that might not like you. Maybe it's not your mother-in-law, your father-in-law. Maybe it's your sister-in-law. Maybe it is your brother-in-law. And those are things that you have to sit down and communicate with them and talk with them to let them know, put everything out on the table. Yeah. So therefore, even before you get married, at least you guys have some type of understanding of how one another feels, yeah. all right? Um, another thing, and that is spouses have to understand their, 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 their spouse's feelings. You have to understand your spouse, how they feel. Really listen and really hear what your spouse is saying. Yeah. Sometimes spouses can be blinded by love 
of their um, their relatives mother dad sister brother whomever mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and if your spouse comes to you and says look um your mother made this comment about me when i was in the kitchen and she was in the living room with other people yeah you know yeah um and i felt some type of way about it mm -hmm. but the spouse may feel like well no, I don't think my mother would say anything like that. Or no, I don't think my dad would do anything like that. You know, again, really understand and really hear what your spouse is really saying. Because a spouse can come to you and tell you one thing. The next thing you know, it's another thing. The yeah. next thing you know, it's another thing. And then it's another thing. And guess what? You're way up here. Your spouse is way up here. And they're feeling like I'm getting ready to boil over because now I'm tired. I can't be a doormat anymore. I you yeah. know, I can't take this. Even as Christians, it's so much that we can take. It's so much that we can endure. And don't get me wrong, on the spiritual side of things, God will put you in that fire where you feeling like this, 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 this because God is saying, "Okay, I need you to come to me." Hmm. Sometimes God will shut the ears of your spouse where your spouse can't even hear anything that you're saying when it comes to his mom his dad or her mom her dad etc etc because god is saying i'm trying to build up your prayer life so i need you to come to me with all of this frustration that's brewing inside of you yeah. i need you to get down on your knees and i need you to pray to me yeah. because i'm going to show you that i am the i am in this situation yeah. i am your deliverer i am your healer because yeah. sometimes a spouse can get hurt in yeah. the midst yeah you know, there are sometimes some parents can get hurt in the midst of their children being released into marriage. Yeah. And they probably automatically feel like, I don't think this is the right one. Yeah. This is not the right one for my son. This is not the right one for my daughter. But look at what she is doing. Yeah. You know, there are parents at times who can feel hurt. They can feel pain. And sometimes they themselves can also grow into bitterness. So the thing with your in-laws is you do not want to grow into bitterness. The fruit of bitterness hmm. is not good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Because then you set yourself into a spirit of bondage. Yeah. And you have allowed somebody else to put you in bondage. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. So the best thing to do, and that is to always handle your marriage the way how God wants you to handle your marriage pertaining to your in-laws. Um, another thing is to talk it through. Talk out the issues. What if there was some words being said back and forth at a picnic or at a barbecue or, you know, any type of gathering? Um, talk those conversations through. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Make sure, you know, each other understand. But hear this. What if you are the godly individual and you working on your character? God is really dealing with your character and you are handling your in-laws with love. Yeah. But what if your in-laws don't want to hear you? Mm. What if automatically they mm. don't want to accept anything you have to say to them? Mm. What if they are not even trying to get to know you? Mm. What if they are not even trying to put forth an effort to amend a relationship with you? What do you do? Yeah.
you have to handle that again with allowing yourself to still show love when you come around you can step back at moments in times yeah. when you feel as, as if that you're being treated wrong. Yeah. When you're being mistreated. Yeah. You probably already feel like, well, my spouse is not hearing me, Lord. He's not hearing me. They are not hearing me. So you have to step back and take that moment to step back. Yeah. And um, I would also add to that um, to set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, you talked about stepping back. Um, not watch this. As together, husband and wife, we have a boundary of our marriage mm -hmm. uh, where there are certain things that family won't know unless we want them to know uh, because it's quite frankly none of their business. And then there are certain things that we don't mind sharing with family mm -hmm. uh, because we want them to be included into the, those decisions. Mm -hmm. Listen, that's not you being selective or you being picky. That's you setting boundaries. That's you protecting your marriage. But also individually, you need to set boundaries. Right, because there are times that, again, Parents who are considered overbearing, if you do not set those boundaries, they will always have an opinion on yeah. everything that you do, yeah. everything that's happening and that's going on. And sometimes some parents don't know how to step back, yeah. be quiet, and allow their children to grow into the husband or the wife that they are called to be for yeah. their spouse. That's good. So in conclusion, guys, you know, one of the main takeaways that we always want you guys to leave with is to understanding the power of your union mm -hmm. together as husband and wives. You are created to be powerful. Everything designed in you individualized was at a moment to bring you two together to cope to blend and to make a powerful union mm -hmm. what you need to do in understanding when you're dealing with family when you're dealing with loved ones pertaining to your marriage you must protect your spouse mm, you right. must protect them from mental stress physical stress emotional stress you have to be there for them never turn a blind eye to it never go on deaf ears to their cry mm -hmm. and always make sure that you're building up their self-esteem you're good. building up their confidence because when you show them that you are supportive of their emotions mm -hmm. feelings and um how they think and feel about the situation mm -hmm. they are more confident in knowing that they have the support of their spouse and that's right and if you are not supportive if you are not doing things to help build up their self-esteem, yeah. it can cause frustration. Yeah. It can cause them to shut down. Yeah. Just like my husband said earlier, that it can cause them to go into a state of depression. Mm -hmm. You know, and those are things, those are plants, those are roots that you do not want to plant in your marriage. Yeah. You need to plant joy. You need to plant love. Yeah. In a safe place for your your spouse. Yeah. 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 So we thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you guys will enjoy this conversation. Hopefully it helps someone to be able to learn how to navigate and deal with uh, issues that they may be having with their in-laws. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Take care.